Greetings and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Sunday, March 27th, 2022. It is 3:33 p.m. You guys, if you hear anything going on, know that I'm in my car. I'm running a few errands, so just don't mind that at all. So today I'm going to be talking about the poverty mindset, okay? The poverty mindset, okay? So let's do a little background on me uh, first. I know um, I have talked many times before to you all about how I grew up and how um, there was always a lack of something. There was always a lack um, of something. Little things that most people had, we did not have, right? We did not have simple things like like um, soap sometimes. We ain't had toothpaste sometimes. We ain't have, you get what I'm saying? But those are the things, like it wasn't con- like, you get what I'm saying? Like we had those things growing up, but sometimes there was a shortage. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you had to use some baking soda or some salt. You get what I'm saying? Okay, sometimes, you know, there's no washcloths. So you're going to have to be creative with that. Or you're going to have to use the end of a big towel or whatever. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't, you know, always a washer and dryer for majority, you know, of the time from when I was growing up. You know what I mean? So what you have to do, you got to get creative, get in the sink and wash your clothes out. Or 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 get in the sink and wash your, you know, or, or get in the tub, like, like wash your stuff out in the tub and then wring it out and then I'm sorry somebody just honked at me for no particular reason at all you know those people who you're turning they're behind you they're coming up behind you but they're coming fast and they don't want to put their brakes on at all but I'm turning and so they're literally honking at me for not moving out their way fast enough that's just silly anyway so back to the subject at hand so um you know just just examples you know of you know what what had to be done so therefore you know when you grow up in poverty you have a poverty mindset you get what i'm saying this is how this is how you grow up lacking always lacking and that was always an issue so when i got to a certain age i was just like you know what I'm not doing this no more I'm getting up out of out of this I'm I'm getting off of welfare uh, of any sort housing any of that I'm getting off of it you get what I'm saying because I told y'all how I had negative things towards said towards me like you don't have anything but an apartment all you got is this apartment all you got is a car that was given to you you get what I'm saying but you get what I'm saying it was just always me being ripped down and I'm like, I'm getting off of this. I am getting off of it. And so um, I didn't know how I was going to get off of it. But I was like, I'm getting off this stuff. You know, I'm not. This is not a way of life. This is a stepping stone. This is a ladder to my way up and out. Do you get what I'm saying? I do what I do in the meantime. But um, yeah, so it got to a point where I started working. And I started uh, doing certain things. I moved 
quickly once I started working. I moved quickly. I moved up out of the apartment that I was in and I moved into a nice duplex, you know, um, where uh, housing, the housing authority was still paying um, a portion of my rent. And it was like the very smallest portion of my rent. It was probably, they were probably paying about $100 or less of my rent and I was paying the rest. That was big for me because I had never done that. You know, so I was working and I, um, uh, what else? Um, I went from a bucket that somebody gave to me, okay? Somebody handed it to me. Somebody walked up to me in church and said, do you... Uh, you, you look like you want to be blessed. This is when I had just an apartment and I was on uh, housing. You know, you look like you need to be blessed. And I was just like, I do. <laughs> he handed me the keys to a car. You get what I'm saying? Um, and so I had that car, which was a bucket. I remember it was a white Beretta, you know, uh, that, that, that didn't even have a title. So I had to keep like creating these tags, you know what I mean, to put on the car, y'all, I was, when I tell y'all I was in poverty, I was in deep poverty with my children, okay, and I was just like, this is just not going to be the way we live, we have to get up off of this, and so I was determining when I went and got that job, you know, I had people talking against me, saying, oh, well, you're not going to be able to do this, you know, you're not going to be able to do this and that, but when you have lived in poverty, your whole life, you grew up in it and everything, you get to a point where you know what poverty is and you just don't want to be bothered with it anymore. You're just like, no, thank you. I'm good. So, um, so yeah, so it was, it was, it was a determination in me. It was like, okay, I've already seen poverty, been there, done that. Let's go a little higher. You know what I'm saying? So when I started working, you know, and then I, I, I graduated from that Beretta, you know, to, a Ford Focus, you know, this was way back in 2006, you know, got a, got a Ford Focus, you know, the cute white Ford Focus. So it was still the same color, but it was a better car. You get what I'm saying? Um, I think that was, it was 2006 and my Beretta was a 2002. So a sister was coming up because I was driving a Beretta that was a 19, ooh, I want to say it was in the 80s. 19 sub I don't know when Berettas came out so it might have been early 90s or something like that I don't know I don't recall because I didn't even have to register that I didn't get a chance to register that register that car because I didn't even have a title you know what I'm saying so got that and then you know I told y'all about how uh my uh well he was he was going on my ex at that time you know what I'm saying? We were still dealing with each other a little bit here and there. Um, and um, he was like, I'm scared for you. And my mom and them, and they scared for you too. And I was just like, what? They don't think you're going to be able to do this and upkeep this. Why is it that every time I go to a different level or any level that I'm on, people scare for me like I'm not going to be able to survive? That right there put a burning fire and determination in me to do more okay so then as time went on you know uh and i was you know living in that duplex or whatever then what happens you know i'm, I'm living there for a while and then i get pregnant with my third and final child you know and so that threw me backwards because 
then I had to, um, that threw me backwards because then I lost my job because I was dealing with heavy postpartum depression. And I did not know it at the time. I didn't know what was wrong with me, but it was very, very, very severe to where I could not get out of my room. I would cry. I would bawl and cry thinking of leaving my child. You know, it was like a fear, like I couldn't leave him at all. And so dealing with that, I lost my job. And so what happens then? You got to, you know, go back down to, you know, living in poverty again. You know what I mean? I had to go to living with my mother. You know what I mean? And and then even then I was determined because that was a one bedroom apartment. And my sister had come back down, you know, from California or Boston or wherever she was living. And so it was me, my mother, my sister, and my three children living in a one-bedroom small apartment. Sorry, y'all. Um, and so it was just like, I can't do this. I, I just can't live like this. You know what I mean? Um, and so I got determined again. Didn't have anywhere to go. Um, was on the city bus because I would, they would, we, my kids were still in the same district that they were before, you know, and, um, uh, before we moved. And that was on the, uh, opposite side of town from where my mom lived. And so I would have to get on the city bus and I would have to journey you guys. I would have to journey, uh, to take them to school every day. And it would take me all day. I would only have like one hour in between going and getting them from school because I would be on the bus for I would take them and then I would still have to walk a good ways just because the bus didn't stop near their school so I had to do that and then I would have to um, hmm, turn back around and do it again walk all the way back uh, like a half a mile to the bus stop, get on the bus, ride the bus for about two hours, <laughs> turn back around, and I mean, uh, go back to my mom's house, sit there for like an hour, jump right back up, turn back around, and do it again to go get them and bring them home. So, my whole day, I was basically living on the bus in Tulsa, Oklahoma, just living. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So, one day, I was, I was driving, and I was um, looking out the bus window, and I saw a sign way back like behind tucked behind quick trip but you could see the sign from the street and it said uh that that it was some kind of uh leasing um uh, uh deal where you could get in for zero down and i was just like thank you jesus i got off the bus i went in there and i was just like i need a place to stay <laughs> I need a place to stay and they were just like okay you know and it was like you guys like really really raggedy really raggedy and I was just like I need a place to stay and they were like okay and you know we went over the paperwork and everything and then I was just like um, after we went over the paperwork you know and everything you know I basically got an apartment just like that. You know what I mean? Um, and 
Uh, but let me see, was I even working at that time? No, I was not. Um, and so, yeah, I went and did that and just got me a place. And uh, what little I did have to pay, you know what I mean? I could, I, I found a way to pay it. And yeah, so now we're living in poverty all over again. We're on food stamps, you know what I mean? We're uh, back on housing yet again okay so at this point i'm frustrated i'm like dang okay i got off of this stuff you know oh and my car got repoed all kinds of stuff so i'm back at square one with three children now instead of two okay three children doing it by myself not getting any help from any of the fathers except for one um hold on Okay, my bad, y'all. I had just pulled up in the driveway, and my daughter's like, "Um, I was just calling to see if you could get something. I'm like, girl, I'm in the driveway. Anyway, so let me get back to what I was saying. So, back at square one, you guys. On housing, you know, getting the maximum, you know, um, that I could get. You know what I'm saying? So, um... I was deciding that I wanted to go to school and um, my mom was like, go, you know, go. She was like, you know, you, you know, it's never, it's always going to be an excuse not to go. So go, you know, and, uh, and my mom was sick at that time. So her and my sister would watch my kids and I can't remember how, let me see, I had at that time I got some type of little 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 raggedy old school car um should I go down here you guys I'm sorry I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing so anyway I had a little car you know what I mean so I could drop the kids off you know in the morning when I went to school and come and pick them up afterwards so yeah I think I got that car for like shoot it was like eight hundred dollars um so yeah i was able to put some little money together and, and get a little car so y'all i'm back i'm still i'm still at square one you know what i mean still at square one um so went on ahead and went to school and at that point all i was living off of was um was tips like if we did somebody's hair you know what I mean? We didn't get paid. The school got paid for us doing that hair. And if they wanted to, they would leave us like a dollar tip, two dollar tips, and y'all. So I wouldn't get a whole lot. At the end of the day, I could probably have about four dollars in tips or something like that. And that wasn't an everyday thing. So I'm trying to live off of that and the and the little help that I was getting from one of the fathers through child support. And I was getting a hundred and ten dollars every two weeks. So that with that I had to do something with my gas I had to you know I had to pay for gas I had to you know what I mean I think we were we were still getting food stamps yes we were and so I would have to do that and then um I mean so I had you know food we had food and stuff like that but we were still living in poverty you know what I'm saying because I'm trying to go to school but in the meantime in between time we still got to live like this you know so then, you know, different different things go along in life, you know what I mean? I got another job and, you know, things were, you know, 
at this point we had moved a few times but I had a job and everything and I decided man I'm 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 about to do this again I got to get out of you know this poverty you know type of thing that I got going on you know so I started working and I didn't know how I was gonna do it you know but I was just like man I got to you know what I mean we got to live a better life than this so then I met my husband of course you guys you know I'm skipping a whole bunch of different stuff I met my husband and at that time you know what I mean I'm I'm just now starting to kind of dig my way out of poverty little by little okay and so when I met my husband you know I was just like you know I still didn't look at him as though ooh, somebody to help me you know get out of this you know because he was just he was my boyfriend you get what I'm saying and so it's just like I don't calculate a uh somebody else's income when we just boyfriend girlfriend like we helped each other you know with stuff but nah it wasn't it wasn't me calculating up nothing like he was gonna be doing this or doing it you know <laughs> so anyway so um that was short-lived you know as far as us just being boyfriend girlfriend it was very short-lived we were like it was like 30 to 45 days I don't even think it was it wasn't 45 days we were married about a month after we met so then it was just like okay you know what I mean I got a husband now we have two incomes now we're about to come up you get what I'm saying uh, matter of fact, I was about to graduate off of housing, you know, and I was going to get a check at the end. But when I met my husband, he was like, nah, like, you don't got to take that. We're going to get more money. You know what I mean? So I basically forfeit, forfeited my check. Yeah. Only had a few more months to go. But my husband was, he was very adamant about, you know, me moving in with him. You know, he didn't want me to be paying rent there or whatever. And, you know, we were living here, you know, or well, living in his place. So, yeah, I just should have went ahead and just finished paying that out. But I didn't. I listened to my husband because I was just like, OK, he's the head of household and he's right. We have two incomes now. We're, we're going to be straight. So when we got together or whatever, um. I just started noticing that I did actually I did not notice it head on at first you know what I mean but actually at a certain point I did realize that my husband had a uh, he had a uh, a poverty mentality you know um, when it came down to certain things like you know he wanted to stay in the one bedroom apartment you know where you know, the kids were going to be sleeping on a hard floor and didn't want to upgrade from that because he was just happy to be able to be paying, you know, that rent, be able to pay that little bitty rent that he was paying. Because I think it was like, I think he was only paying like 50 before we moved in. And then when we moved in, it was only 100. So he was happy with that. You know what I mean? Because then 
all his check wasn't about to be going on rent and all this different stuff so he was happy with that but I couldn't be because I had three children who was sleeping on a concrete floor you know in the projects and stuff like that they don't be having no nice soft carpets you know what I'm saying and so sorry y'all I'm trying to keep my my bag of food uh closed up good um so anyway so when we uh when when I and I I did not know actually I did not know that at the time that he the reason why he didn't want to move out of there was because he you know felt I got this I can afford this you know what I'm saying um I just thought I don't know what I thought but yeah he said he could afford it but I'm like but I have three children you know sleeping on this floor we have to provide for them you know and that's not okay so anyway so when we moved into a a house with enough bedrooms for them to all have their room like what I did was once I got my taxes I paid three months rent up you know to give enough time to kind of breathe a little bit to go from paying $50 a month um, to paying full rent I was trying to give my husband time to adjust and feel like okay this ain't that bad you know what I'm saying so I paid up three months in rent I um, um, bought all brand new furniture bought all everybody beds and everything so when we moved into this new house we had movers not movers we had uh furniture companies and stuff coming and dropping things off everything was new when we moved into this house and for me that was just like okay this is normal but for my husband it was just like this is too much that's when I realized he started being stressed out more and things like that and, I, and, it, and it wasn't that expensive to me in my mind because my mind is trying to get out of poverty you get what I'm saying I didn't think anything of it it's just like okay this is this is normal this is what we're supposed to do you know so anyway um uh some things started happening some plumbing issues started going on uh at our house and we had to get um out of there because uh the landlord was refusing to pay for it and trying to blame us for it so that's how we moved out to kansas city we got here uh in kansas city and um started out living with his mother you know uh, we lived in her basement because she had a complete uh, finished basement so the basement was our area so we stayed down there until one day she asked if if we wanted that house and her mortgage was extremely cheap it was like 550 because she had been so excellent at paying her bills that yeah and we were going to be able to have it paid off um, in about in less than 10 years um, and so that was a blessing coming in on that. But then, of course, we started having a lot of marital issues, you know, um, to where every time he got mad, he would tell me to get out. Now, if that was not his mother's house, I would have just stayed there like, yeah, OK, whatever. But it was his mother's house. And so I would I would leave. But then I would realize I don't have a plan. I don't have anywhere to go. And so I would stay there until one day got a little smart. OK, every time did he tell me to get out? You know what I mean? I get out for a little bit of time and then realize I don't have anywhere else to go. And um, then I have to come back. And then he's got this look on his face like, yeah, 
you know what I mean like so I got tired of being told to get out all the time it was very um uncomfortable you know and so then at a certain point the fights got more severe like the arguments got more severe and I knew that it was going to come a time where it was and he was saying that he was done at this point I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done get out get out get out all the time so what did a sister like me do I went and I tried to talk to him one more time said hey are you sure this is what you want he was doing that thing where he didn't want to talk and so I was like okay you know because I had an apartment that was set up and that was waiting and so I just went ahead and got the apartment because he was just like, I don't want to talk about nothing no more. There's nothing else to talk about, blah, 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 blah. So I went and got me an apartment and was just paying the bills there and everything. And um, till he told me to get out again and I had somewhere to go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's that's what happened. And then it was like we got to a point where we wanted to get back together uh, come back together, live together and everything and get this house where we're at now together. So we did. Um, but the thing about it is since me and my husband met the thing that we would do for fun and it was really fun, you guys, we would find different, uh, uh, secondhand stores, thrift stores, and we would just go shopping like, we would wake up on Saturday morning early and we would hit those places as soon as they would open in the morning. And we would go to the ones in the really nice neighborhoods where the stuff was really nice, but dirt cheap. So we furnished, we, we, we like not furnished, but we, we decorated a good amount of our house from the thrift store. And you wouldn't have even known because the stuff was not cheap because of where we was getting it from. So that was always our thing to do, you know, and so we would do that all the time. And my husband loves pawn shops and go to pawn shops and buy music equipment for the studio and different stuff like that. Well, after he left this last time, I decided, okay, I want to, you know what I mean? I, I was still trying to go and do those things, still go to the thrift store and stuff like that. And I remember, I never forget, I was about to go to this one in Kansas. And it's, it's, it's a really nice one in Kansas where you can get stuff that you even see online that you'd be wanting. Like, and it would be right there for a, for a little price or whatever. And so I was just like, okay, you know, like, shoot, I'm going to do this. So I would still do that kind of stuff. And then I remember God spoke to me one day and said no no more no more you cannot he, he 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 told me do not go back to any more thrift stores it's time for you to come up higher it's time for you to get out of the poverty mindset and i was just like okay so at that time i'm thinking you know how you how, how you go a long time god give you a word and you go a long time doing uh being obedient to that word and then one day you look back and you be like okay god does that still apply now <laughs> does that still apply now or 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 what you know like can i can i go back so uh <laughs> that was that was a little that was a couple years ago god told me no 
No, I think it was two or three years ago. God was like, no more. Come up a little higher. No, you don't have to. You don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to get things that were owned by other people. That was in other people's hands. You get what I'm saying? No. You you get your stuff. You know, you're, you're, you're mine. You don't have to get pre-owned things. It's time to come up higher. You know what I'm saying? So, huh, I was like, okay. And after that, I just started getting things new and started to realize that it wasn't as hard, you know, because by that time, you guys, by this time, because I've been working this job for a minute, um, I'm making the most money I've ever made. You know what I mean? Before, but I still had that same busted mentality. Go to the thrift store. Go see what you can get for as little amount of money as possible. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, God was just like, no, no, no. You're trying to get out of that, 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 that poverty. You know, you have to first abandon the mindset. You have to first get out of the mindset. So today I get up and I'm just like, God, this, 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 you know, cause I was wanting to look for something in particular. It was something in particular I wanted. And I just wanted to see. I know this one in Kansas be having some real nice stuff. They probably got exactly what I'm looking for. And I was like, God, was that just a right now word back then? Or was that now too? So y'all went out here to this doggone thrift store. And I just could, I was just looking at everything. I said, no, this is not for me. This is done. You know, this is done. Like, just looking at the stuff and it was just like I couldn't even my mind couldn't even believe that I was ever there you get what I'm saying my mind never could believe I was ever at that I was like no I just y'all I just could not do it I said as soon as I walked in I said no the smell everything I said I can't this is not for me and I realized, and when I got back in the car, the word that came to me was to get out of poverty, you have to first be liberated mentally. Okay. So I was just like, okay, you know, I gotta be, gotta be liberated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Less then I was like, okay. So, cause that's, that's the, the word that I just kept hearing. I kept hearing liberated. Like you have to be liberated. Now, of course, you know, when you think of liberated, you know what I mean? You think of, you know, okay, th- it just means liberty, freedom, right? Um, but I looked up the word because I like to, to hear in full what the dictionary is going to say. Because so many times we can just say the basics of something, right? And it be, you know, hold on, you guys. I got, I'm at this window. Let me see. Hold on. I got to pay this lady right quick. Hold on. Okay, that took longer than I expected it would, but I know for you all it felt like nothing but a second. Okay, so anyway, so um, where did I leave off at? Oh, I know where. 
I was looking up the word liberated, wasn't I? Oh, these people are going so slow, y'all. I just want to get home so I can eat and start on this girl's hair. So anyway, <sighs> of course, now I'm driving and I don't want to look it up, you guys. This is so frustrating. Okay, so anyway, let's get back to it. Liberated. So liberated in definition says whenever it comes up okay of a person showing freedom from social conventions or traditional ideas especially with regard to sexual roles um the second one says freed from imprisonment slavery or enemy occupation so it, it it does have to do with freedom but when you say it when you look it up and you and you get the full concept of the word or full definition of the word it puts so much perspective on it you know and I was just like well wow traditional y'all when I when I saw the traditional thoughts because you know it, it poverty had had become a tradition it had become a, a mindset that people around me had so deep to where if you said anything like, oh, I'm about to do this and I'm about to do that, people look at you and say, yeah, right. I've had that happen so many times where I, well, I want to do this and I want, well, I'm moving up out of Oklahoma. I'm not about to be living in Oklahoma forever. I'm about to move. And I'm about to do this and do that, do that, that. Yeah, right. Like, well, dang. You know, because that poverty mentality is so strong and they don't realize it. But what it is, is that they not trying to hear it because they ain't been able to. They haven't been able to be freed from the mindset. They're staying in the tradition that they were raised in. No, you don't think no higher than this. Nobody else has done it. How you going to break free? No, you're not going to break free. You're going to stay right here with me. That crab in a barrel mentality. You're going to stay right here with me okay and you're gonna do this and do that you know what i'm saying and it's just like no no i'm not no you know once your mind has been liberated what have i said to you guys so many times the head whatever the head does then that's what the body is just gonna follow or 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 when it comes down to you know um hold on you guys I keep losing my train of thought out here. Um, so sorry. But yeah, you know, you it's it's like you have to your 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 mind is your own enemy. The mind is a landfill of a just just a minefield full of bombs. You have to find a way to overcome the war that's going on in your mind so you can accomplish it outwardly you get what I'm saying and when I got that 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 thing today because it's just like I was driving around and I was looking at different neighborhoods and you know where I want to go and things like that you know and it's just like that whole thing to where yeah okay well you know when when you're thinking you know I was like god I want I want a place that's nice it's nice to look at it has it there's a certain atmosphere i'm looking for 
And when I was talking to God, I said, there's just certain things I don't want to sacrifice to get that. Like, say, for instance, um, when we were growing up uh, and my mom, when she didn't have custody of us and, and my my dad did, it was like we went she went and got her this luxury apartment. It was one bedroom, like a luxury apartment. This was in the mid nine. No. Yeah. This was like the early 90s. She went and got herself this luxury apartment. It had royal blue carpet and it was so pretty. It wasn't no shag. It was real plush carpet. You step on it and it's just plush. You know, it was it was back when when you first started going to places and oh my goodness, y'all have a microwave built into the wall? Like what is built in? You know, and it was just all these nice things. It it was a, a wall, the her entire dining room wall was a mirror her entire wall and it was this beautiful pretty glass it wasn't that black black plastic stuff you know what I'm saying and then there was you go into the kitchen and then you open up these doors and there's a laundry room in there you get what I'm saying the atmosphere was nice there was an amphitheater out there so any any functions that 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 were happening out there you had full access you didn't have to find parking nothing it was right there in your backyard you know there was a river it was just nice but when when me and my uh siblings came and lived back with her yeah we were living in luxury but there was still a bit of poverty there why because it was only one bedroom so we were sleeping on floors we were you know one person would be in the room or a couple people be in the room then we would be you know what i'm saying you you know we didn't have furniture like certain you get what i'm saying we had furniture in the living room but we didn't have a furnished place to sleep you get what i'm saying so even though we were living in luxury this is really nice we had to sacrifice space to live in that and so i was talking to god and i'm just like God, I want to live in somewhere nice, but, you know, because right now I have, you know, a two-story house that, that I'm renting, a two-story house, um, and a three-bedroom, you know, one bathroom, but it's really spacious, you know, and then it has, you know, I had a space for my office, you know, it has a big den, it's got a fireplace, all these nice things. But in order to get to that, you got to drive through the hood to get to it. You know what I mean? And then you pull up and it's not the, the most attractive house. But when you go in, it's nice. You know, but I'm just like, God, I want to come up out of, you get what I'm saying, certain neighborhoods. I was very specific with God. I don't want to live in any type of prejudice neighborhood at all. You know, I don't want it to be completely you know saturated with one particular race you know what i'm saying i don't care if it's my race or any other race i don't want it to be i just want somewhere that's really nice the atmosphere is nice you have people who have nice things so their their mentality is is not you know like like people just throwing trash out on their on their corner like in front of their house and it just stayed there for weeks and months you know what i'm saying like god i want something nice you know where i live at is nice but on the outside 
it's not so nice. You get what I'm saying? Like everybody around me, you know, some people have have poverty mindsets, but then you drive by some people and it's just like their houses look immaculate on the outside. They keep it nice on the outside and the inside, but that's only random here and there. And I was just like, God, I want to live somewhere where I don't have to sacrifice my space just to live somewhere nice. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, like, why do I have to have one or the other? I want it. I want all of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not looking to live in a, in a mansion with all this unnecessary space, but I do want space for my children to be able to live comfortably. You get what I'm saying? You know? And I'm at a, I'm at a, at a, at an age where two of my children are old enough that, that, that help me. You get what I'm saying? That can help me. I don't really require them to right now because I, I can afford to do this. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like they help me with things here and there, you know, cause right now what I'm trying to teach them is I want them to, to be able to learn how to save money. Like this is the time to do it. Cause once you get out on your own, trying to save money is a little harder. So I like them to have some type of responsibility. Okay. You pay this bill and you pay this bill. And then I need you to save. You get what I'm saying? So but, you know, I'm at a place where I have two grown children, basically an 18 year old. Well, let's see this year in a few months, uh, they'll be 19 and 22. So they can actually kick in and we can get somewhere nicer. You get what I'm saying? Um, but I don't want to sacrifice um, any of my space. You know, I want to have spacious, a spacious place to stay. And I don't want the fear of, well, what if this happens and that happens? No, it's time to come up a little higher. You have to get in order to live a better life and to come out of um, poverty. You have to get your mind liberated from it first. You have to abandon those traditional thoughts of 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 poverty, those traditional struggle, that struggle mind. You got to get out of that struggle mind in order to be successful. And so I got my answer today when I tried to go back into those same atmospheres, into those same territories. And it's like, God is like, no, you're not here anymore. Come up higher. You're not here anymore. So, yeah. So, so I'm just, I'm just at that place, you guys, where, you know, I'm making the most money that I've made, you know, and I am, um, in a better place and mindset than I was before. And now it's just time to execute. It's time to do. But anyway, I just, y'all, I just went on and on and on. I hope somebody was able to get something out of this. Just that, you know, you have to keep going. You cannot ever become stagnant in one place. You have to keep climbing. You have to graduate you have to graduate when you're going from from one grade 
to the next or one schoolhouse to the next. Like you go from elementary school, you graduate, then you go on to middle school and you graduate. Then you go on to high school and you graduate. And then for those of you who like college, you go on to college and you graduate. You go from glory to glory. You go higher and higher and higher. You don't stay in the same grade over and over again and say, I'm prosperous. I'm this and that because you're not being prosperous, staying in that same mind frame staying in that same grade you would have to advance and go on to say i'm prosperous and i'm successful right so yeah so i just came here to tell someone who feels like they're stuck in a place of poverty my question to you is where is your head at my question is what are some of those traditions that you're still finding yourself doing now that you can abandon that you can let go of you know abandonment in that case is not wrong <laughs> what can you abandon what can you let go of what can you leave and never return back to there's there's steps you don't you know you know you you might not come out of it all at once overnight but if you keep graduating if you keep graduating and going from from one grade to the next you'll make it all right so anyway you guys i'm at home now i gotta go in this house so i can eat and uh silk out this girl's fro and yeah that's it i hope everyone has an excellent day it's sunday for me if it's sunday for you i pray that you have a wonderful blessed happy sunday or whatever else day it is for you just Go out, be prosperous, y'all. Graduate. Graduate. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Remember, God loves you too. Um, uh, remember, graduate, 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 graduate. Be liberated from uh, those old mindsets. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.